0: Welcome back to Between the Lines. If you're new here, this is a sports podcast, mainly revolving around the sport in season. Today, it's NFL draft season upcoming. It's a long-anticipated podcast for me. There's a lot of podcasts that I wanted to make a podcast for it to show that, like, oh, these are my sleeper guys in a couple years. Like, they project out to be well. But today, it is me. My co-host, Kobe, I could not make it today, but we got a special guest. Nate, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be back on. It's going to be a blast. Let's get to it. So any today we're going to be going over our top five prospects at each position. We did combine the O-line into one and the D-line into one. So we got eight position groups. Before we start, is there anything you want to run over the table, anything sports-related? Just had the plan. MLB started.
1: Um, uh, I just want to give a little bit of a shout out to Kobe and the Pelicans. That was a tough, tough way to end the season. I'm sure you guys will talk about it on the next podcast, but man, that inbound was just—it was just brutal. That was—that was a bad way to end it.
0: Yeah, it was bad, and I can't believe Brandon Ingram made that three before it. it yeah, of, was a tough shot. He kind of looked like he got fouled, but yeah, it's not here nor there. Yep, I think we can get into it right now. So, you want to start off with quarterbacks just get over with?
1: Yeah, sure. Should we go through our whole top five, or do you want to like trade off 1-1, one, 2-2? One, two, two? Yeah, we can trade off. Okay. Sounds good. So, for my number one overall quarterback in this year's draft, I have C.J. Stroud. Um, h- Highly productive out of Ohio State. Super good accuracy. He has good vision. He has ideal size for the position. There's not a lot of flaws to him. I think he's pretty obviously the best quarterback in this draft.
0: Well, <laughs> actually, have Bryce Young <laughs> right. as number one. I like all your reasons for Stroud. I just think Bryce Young has done more with less. Obviously, with comparing the receivers, you know, Stroud has had Marvin Harrison, Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith and Jigma, Emeka Buka, Julian Fleming, your boy Jeremy Rutkert. Yeah. <laughs> keep going on and on. Bryce Young did have Jameson Williams and John Mechie for a year, and you see what that did with Jamison Williams having a very productive year. But you also had guys like Jermaine Burton, Ja'Cory Brooks. But it's really close, and I don't like the undersized take. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, I have
1: uh. I don't think he's as undersized as people might make it out to be. I don't think that's going to be that big of a problem. But he is undersized for the average NFL quarterback. He That just might not be as big of a problem as people think.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. But for me, it's 1A, 1B. Leading yeah. into it next, I got CJ Stroud. All the same reasons you, hit, you said. I think he's by far the most accurate QB in the draft. That's fair, that's fair. Um,
1: yeah, I have Bryce Young at number two. Just a playmaker. Dude's really good. Um, so I was I was going to ask you, as a Panthers fan, there's a lot of talk like CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Who
0: is your preference? It kind of seems like maybe Bryce Young. What I'm trying to do is I've never been in this position since like 2011 actually, and I was a JIT, so... <laughs> I don't wanna like be focused on one that I want him really bad and then just be disappointed. So I'm trying to keep my options open. If I if I would have to pick though, I don't know, man. i I think Bryce Young is better, but I think Stroud's a better fit. So probably Stroud. That's fair, that's fair. I was uh I agree with that take. I obviously think Stroud's better,
1: but I definitely think he's a better fit for Caroline and Frank Frank
0: Reich, so yeah, that's the thing with Frank Reich. He's dealt with a lot of prototypical quarterbacks like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he'd do with Brace Young, but I would definitely not be mad at that. Yeah.
1: Um. So for number three, I have Anthony Richardson. I also think this is kind of um an obvious one, at least in my opinion. Um, crazy upside, crazy athlete. Um, he has a better arm than people give him credit for. He's not just a runner. Um. The thing with him is he's pretty raw. He had forty-four or fifty-four, sorry, percent completion percentage in college, which is not good. That that's gonna have to come <laughs> up. If he does that same thing in the NFL, he's not gonna work out. So he's gotta get that up. But um
0: yeah, he's just the upside is crazy. I would agree. I do wanna ask the question for you for the upside part. Mm-hmm. I think people are taking it out of proportion with the upside saying he's just because he's 6'4", and two twenty whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's more of that because like he's gifted as a runner or like the throws, the throwing ability a little bit. I think the casual fan sees the six
1: four, the four four forty, and um, looks at the upside that way, which is fair. I mean that that in itself does give a player upside, but um, I think the decision makers and what most of like the experts um. Will tell you is that the arm talent is why he has a lot of upside. He has a very strong arm, uh, he can make a lot of deep throws. Um,
0: but yeah. yeah, yeah, I would have to agree with that take. I think, yeah, whoever have you have one and two. I think Anthony Richardson is a consensus number three, yeah, just because all the upside, like you said. Moving on to four, I have Will Levis. I know little bit interesting take i (laughs) see this one i'm not a scout i my favorite sport to watch is college football so i tuned into will levis a little bit this year Mm -hmm. i was like kentucky because wando robinson shot to him but i was watching these kentucky games he did not play good at all this year yeah i that's why i'm not a scout i have no idea why he's projecting (laughs) the first but Mm -hmm. i'm at four
1: yeah it's it's rough um yeah, he definitely had a rough twenty twenty two. His twenty twenty one though is probably where a lot of uh, people are looking at in terms of uh, like him as a prospect and the upside that he has because he played pretty good and he has the body for it and the and um, the arm strength for it and stuff. So, so do you have him at
0: four as well?
1: I have him at five. At oh, number okay. four, I have Hendon Hooker. Uh, he was a little bit more productive this year. He's kind of an all-around quarterback. There's not really something you look at him and say, you know, he's a, you know, a, a scrambler or just a pure pocket passer or he's strictly a deep ball guy. He's kind of just all around. Um, he's a little bit older coming off at of ACL tear, but I think he's the fourth best quarterback.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, the only thing keeping me from four is just the age and – I think he was at Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, previously. And Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, he kind of blew up just in one year. It's kind of concerning, but yeah. especially with that Josh Heupel offense, it's a little different than yeah. a lot of NFL. It's valid. But you see the talent there. I right. can't put him any lower than five. Yeah. So let's move on to running backs real quick. I think the top two is pretty consensus mm-hmm. then starts to get interesting. Definitely. One, B. John Robinson, right? Yep. Nothing much to say. It could yep. be a Pro Bowl running back year two, year one, yeah. year three. Definitely. Definitely. Special talent. Yeah, he's elite. And then Jameer Gibbs, yep. second running back. I was going to say, do you think it helped him that he transferred, because he was from Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. that he transferred to Bama? Do you think that upped his draft stock? get more recognition or it's just about the same probably
1: Uh, I think it helped him out a little bit he I mean he was pretty obviously a really good player at Georgia Tech um, before he came to Alabama but I think it definitely helped him it showed that he could have production in a a high highly competitive conference and on a good team so
0: yeah it helped him yeah I would agree so here's where it gets interesting I think unless we have the same number three I have Zach Charbonnet, okay, from UCLA. He transferred from Michigan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Very, very productive at Michigan. And I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be a huge loss." Now they have Donovan Edwards, Blake Coram. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. But I think he's built like the NFL-sized running back, six foot, tough between the tackles. Mm-hmm. I really like his game, so I put him at three. Yeah, I like I like that take. Um,
1: I have him at four. At number three, this isn't really a guy that a lot of people are talking about right now, and um, this is kind of a hot take in of itself. But I have Israel Abanakanda Abba- from Pittsburgh. Hey, okay, three, yeah. Cody's gonna like that. <laughs> yep. He's only twenty years old right now, which is crazy. He's had elite level production at least last season as a twenty-one or as a twenty-year-old. He has. Uh, he had over 1,400 yards along with 20 touchdowns, damn, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and then at his pro day, he ran a 4-4. He had a 40-inch vertical. This dude is just a beast.
0: I like that a lot. Actually, I did see his pro day. And yeah. Everyone was like, "Wow!" Because what was it? His vertical jump, I think, would have broke, been the highest or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, of this draft, I think. Yeah, I do like that. Sort of like an Anthony Richardson type. Yep comparison number four i have Devin a chain i believe okay super speedy guy ran a 432 at the combine and i think he's also good in the receiving game but that speed is you want to take a game on that i would say yeah uh, i
1: like that he is just outside of my um top five um kind of undersized right? yeah yeah he's a little bit smaller and then he's i wish he had a little bit more agility to his game he's kind of just all speed right now um at least from what i've seen so that's kind of why he falls just outside my top five i can see that um you get at four then so at four i had zach uh charbonnet oh right um pretty much for all, all the reasons you said he's physical he's pretty good um and then at five, I have Kendre Miller from TCU. Uh, this is one that, again, probably isn't going to be in the typical top five running backs um, for most people out there, but he's only 20 years old again. Uh, really high production, the same as uh, a He had 1,400 yards and 17 touchdowns as a 20-year-old. Uh, he has pretty good build, good contact balance,
0: but uh, yeah, I think he's he's really good. I do like that. I didn't look too much of his tape, so I might have to boost him up. Yeah, five. I also have a curveball. Just kind of want to show love to this guy, Chase Brown. Okay, I like him from it. Illinois. Yeah, very tough runner. He's like five ten, two ten, physical guy. Was super productive at Illinois, one thousand six hundred forty three yards. He's also athletic too. He's just one of my kind of my guys in this draft so i had to put him here i like it i like it super productive yeah i might have to call that guy izzy because i don't know how to pronounce (laughs) it yeah yeah
1: you might as well that's a that's a tough name
0: (laughs) okay let's get to the weakest position group in my opinion
1: yeah it's up there
0: (laughs) wide receivers yep i think we both have consensus number one
1: yeah, another tough name to say. Uh, <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigva. Yeah, definitely is consensus number one.
0: And I don't really like putting him here because, man, we're Nebraska fans when he oh, played. Yeah. I That was one of the craziest touchdowns I've ever seen. Yeah. He had like a cleat in, a couple of toes in mm-hmm. back of the end zone. Yeah, My, come on, man.
1: Ridiculous. That was kind of the first time that I really noticed him, was that catch. And it was, yeah, insane.
0: Yeah, they're definitely a wide receiver factory. He had 1,606 yards in 2021. I thought people were going to dismiss that, and earlier in the draft season, like January, February, they were having him mocked at, like, the 20s later in the first round. Now I see him going, like, 12 to the Texans in that teens range. Yep. I'm kind of bummed out. Yeah, <laughs> there's that pick 39, but. Yeah, that's tough. No way we pair Stroud with him if we get either of them. Yeah, that'd be tough to do. But at two I have Jordan Addison. Okay. I don't know if that's consensus, but one thousand five hundred and ninety three yards in twenty twenty one. He transferred from Pitt to USC. He was still pretty productive. He actually was he injured this year, I think. A little bit. Uh maybe a couple games, but I think he played the majority of the season. Okay, yeah. He kinda had the luxury of I think Kenny Pickett and then Caleb Williams. Yeah. But I think he's still really talented. I see him in first round. Yeah, I agree with that. Um
1: two one three is really close for me. I actually have Jordan Addison at three, but I think it's pretty interchangeable. Um I have Jalen Hyatt at number two. Just elite speed, really smooth strider. You know how those there's those players where they're fast but you can really tell they're working for it, like Jalen Hyatt just has that smooth stride. It just doesn't even look like he's trying, but he's just outrunning everybody. He's um just super, super fast.
0: Yeah, he is cold, man. Yeah. I think was it the Alabama game? Yeah, like two hundred and seventy yards yeah, or something. Five touchdowns. Yeah. That's an iconic game. Yeah. It took the goalposts down. Yeah. Went crazy. But yeah, like you might not like where I have him. We'll go uh, with three no. though. <laughs> This is one of my favorite receivers in this class, Zay Flowers, elite deep route runner. I know he is undersized 5'9", I believe, but I think you can just put him in the slot and then be ready to go from day one. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, As I said, I have Jordan Addison at
1: three, but I have Zay Flowers right behind him. Okay. A lot of the things you said, he's. I think he's going to be a pretty good slot receiver in the NFL. He's a good athlete,
0: good after the catch. Yeah, he's pretty good. I am giving my short king some love because at number four, <laughs> I have Josh Downs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. A little biased maybe with Steve Smith, having an interview with him, I'm a Panthers fan, and he went to North Carolina. I also thought like that offense, this little off topic, but insane with Sam Howe, Michael Carter, josh downs and the receiver on the commanders i'm forgetting yeah. his name deami brown yeah javante williams i was like this seems gonna be insane yeah but anyway mainly the same reasons for zay flowers and he's super twitchy i'm at four i like that i like that um i have him at five
1: all the same reasons you said he's a little bit shorter um and him and Zay Flowers are listed as the same height, but it kind of feels like whenever I'm watching the two of them, it seems like Josh Downs plays shorter. I don't know what that is. If maybe he just has shorter legs. I don't know what it is, but it, it just seems like he plays shorter. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he's he'll be a, a, another good uh, slot receiver in the
0: NFL. So you had him at five, you said? Yep. So who was your four? Zay Flowers. Okay. Oh, so it's just interchangeable. Okay. Yep. Yep. And then, yeah, with my five, I have Jalen Hyatt, Okay. (laughs) unfortunately. That's rough. Only because he had just one productive year. I haven't really heard of his name before this. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Tennessee exploded this year. They weren't really that good in the past, so I can't discredit him for that. I just like the other guys above him. That's fair. Definitely
1: betting on the upside with that one, I think. Yeah.
0: What? What round do you think you can see for that? Kind of like three four or do you does it depend like the players that go above him? Uh, Jalen Hyatt? Yeah.
1: Um I think he's gonna be back end one early two. Um I think the it'll be interesting to see how the receivers kind of fall off the board because it's not a very strong class. But at the same time, it wasn't a strong free agency either. So there's still some teams out there that need some wide receivers. So
0: That's a good point. We'll see. Yeah. Also honorable mention, Trey Palmer. (laughs) Yeah, yes, sir. (laughs) I wanted to put him up
1: there so bad, but I just I had to be a little bit realistic. Yeah.
0: We'll put him at six. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Let's get to tight ends. This might be controversial. One of my favorite players in this draft, freak athlete. They call him the unicorn. Darnell Washington, yes, sir. Six seven, like two forty something. Very good blocker too. And if you would talk about the production, Georgia has the best tight end right now in college. I would say that might be a hot take. Brock Bowers. What can he do behind that? So I am at one. I would love the Panthers took that. I uh, I really
1: like to take. I really wanted to put him at one. I really did. Um, I just couldn't. But I like him for all the same reasons. He's six seven, two sixty 265. Oh, 260. Yeah, he's almost like an extra old lineman out there. He's a really good blocker.
0: He Most just agile left tackle. <laughs> <out there. laughs> yeah,
1: He just wasn't, yeah, like you said, he wasn't super productive. Brock Bowers was ahead of him. And he's, he's a good athlete, but he is kind of a little stiff. He's not the smoothest uh, mover in the world, but he's still just – an absolute beast i have not met two though um for my number one i have michael Mayer from notre dame he's just been a productive guy from the start of his career he's been kind of one of those guys that just has had his name on the map um and had his eyes set on the nfl draft pretty much as as a freshman uh he's just an
0: all-around tight end pretty pro ready so yeah he's my number one tight end yeah i would agree i think it's kind of interchangeable. I could have put Michael Mayer at one. I, I just really like Darnell Washington's game and him as an athlete. I do with Michael at too, with that being said. All the same reasons you said. I think the last time I heard about Notre Dame was uh, they dropped on Netflix a documentary about Manta Teo. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're not in C- season. <laughs> yeah. That story is crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, to get back on track. I also kind of think the top three is a little interchangeable. I have the Utah tight end, Dalton. I think there was a story with him recently. I forgot what it was. Do you remember? It was a surgery, I think, or I'm something. Not sure. yeah. He got cleared or something. Adam Shafter posted it. Okay, yeah. But actually, one of the most productive tight ends in this class, I believe. Yeah. I put him at
1: three. Yeah, I think he's like coming off an injury or he got injured in the pre-draft process or something like before the combine, maybe. Um, I'm going to look that up real quick. Yeah. Um, I also, um, I have him at three as well. He's super productive. He's a really good pass catcher. He's a pretty good route runner for being a tight end. Uh, He's just not the best blocker. Probably don't really want him in there too often on running downs. Um, And then just that injury, that kind of, uh, drops his stock a little bit, but he's he's also a very good, probably starter-caliber starter, starter caliber tight end.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. I found the tweet of Adam Schefter. He said, Fully clearing Utah tight end and expected first-round pick from the back injury he suffered last year. The doctor said, Subsequent MRIs have shown appropriating healing, and he has been asymptomatic with no pain for at least three months. And he, he said, Dalton visited the Bengals and Patriots and Packers. It's so, good to hear. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. Number four, I think, what do you think? There's a little bit of a drop-off maybe. Yeah, definitely. A little bit. Number four, I have Musgrave from Oregon State. Don't know much too much about him. I'm sure you have him at four too. Yep. He, yeah, he's, uh, he's like 6'6", six, six, pretty big.
1: Good receiver. A little bit of injuries and not super consistent, but, yeah,
0: I think he's pretty obviously the fourth best guy here. Yeah. And then at number five, I really, really <laughs> did not want to put this dude here. Like we say, we're Nebraska fans. I cannot stand the team to the east of us. But, okay. yes, Iowa, you are here. Sam Laporta, I believe is his name. Yep. he's a, He was actually productive. I think 6'3, 245, a little undersized. Yeah. But he totaled 58 receptions for 657 yards. Pretty damn good. The yeah. only thing is, he got one touchdown. Really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. But that shouldn't hurt your stock too much. I got him at five.
1: Yeah. That Iowa offense was also not scoring too many touchdowns last year. So
0: that's a good point. Yeah. He probably <laughs> has
1: like a 25% touchdown share on that team. <laughs> Um, I also have him at five. He is super productive. He's kind of undersized, but he is a tough dude to bring down. Um, just not a crazy athlete, but yeah. Yeah,
0: that's Iowa for you. You think they're tight on you? Yep. You're in contention for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Them in Miami, it's pretty close, I think. Yeah. Moving on to O line, I think we'll briefly skip through this unless you got much to say. I don't know too much about this. Yeah. It's tough to tell with this, but number one, I have Peter Skaronski, okay. Northwestern. Uh, yeah, at number one, I have
1: Paris Johnson Jr. Pretty good pass blocker. I think he's pro ready. Okay. And then at number two, I have Peter Skaronski, uh, another pro ready guy. He Just has short arms. He might end up being a guard instead of a tackle. But
0: okay, yeah, I think those are kind of interchangeable. I'm not too sure. Yeah. On a line, I do a Paris set too. I did see he went on busting with the boys podcast and he listed some teams that he would play for. Yeah, that was interesting. I think he put Miami up there, if I'm not Yeah, the Dolphins, I think yeah. he so he was saying like taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude's got a business mind apparently. Yeah, smart. I remember this guy coming out of high school. These are like the type of players that like you're wowed in high school. I think top ten recruit super I think he's six six. Yeah, six 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 five. Six, okay, one of those two. Yeah, he's just crazy good. Yeah, he dudes a beast. Number three, I have Broderick Jones from Georgia. Um, number three, I have
1: Darnell Wright. I think him and Broderick Jones are pretty interchangeable.
0: Um, yeah, I have Darnell right at four. Yeah, and then five, I went with a cur- curveball kind of, <laughs> Cody Mock. Okay, <laughs> okay. I wanted to put it here. <laughs> for his teeth, <laughs> his teeth, and the progression of his hair, to his beard. Like, if he says that progression with his facial hair, I love it. He's got to translate, it. but yeah, he's an interesting looking dude, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think he's versatile too, playing yeah, a couple he, positions. Yeah,
1: I think, uh. He either said it in an interview, or this is actually something that he did. But he said that he could play all five positions on the offensive line. Uh, that that includes tackle, center, guard. So that's pretty impressive if that's the case. Um, yeah. But at five, I have Osiris Torrance from Florida. Uh, he he'll, he'll be a guard, probably go back end first
0: round. Uh, but yeah. Yep. Pretty solid line class. Out. I was thinking this the other day. Usually O-line are projected to go, like, number one, number two, number three. Mm-hmm. When do you think, like, the first O-line? I've been seeing, like, nine. I can't remember the teams. Do you think outside of the top ten, around that range? What are you thinking? Yeah, I think there's going to be a big run on them, Uh,
1: probably from, like, nine to 14, uh, which is from the Bears to the Patriots because I think you got the Bears in there. You have even the Eagles. They value offensive line pretty highly, even though they probably don't really need it. Um, you got the Titans who are in need of a left tackle. Badly. Yep, and then you have the Texans in there. They probably won't take an offensive tackle, but they could probably use a guard. And then you have the Jets in there. You have the Patriots. Kind of all those teams in that area need offensive line pretty badly. So, Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: That's fair to say, and I think maybe it's just the teams above them have more glaring needs yeah O line is pretty important maybe there's just not a prospect like you know panay Sewell or someone like that i agree but let's get onto the defensive side of the ball my favorite side of the ball me too you want to start with d lineman yeah sure um number one
1: i feel like this one should be consensus it's will anderson Correct. Super, super productive. He's a very safe prospect. He's probably the best non-quarterback player in the draft. The speed-to-power combination with him is just ridiculous. Super good pass rusher. Dude is just a beast. He should probably go number
0: one Um, if quarterback value wasn't as high, but yeah. Okay, so I was... I definitely agree with that, number one for Will Anderson. I'm scrolling on Twitter, like I always do when I'm bored, and I see this guy by the name of Chris Sims. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. He had Will Anderson at, like, three or four or five. Just not one. Like, what are we doing here? Come on. Yeah. I believe he had him at five,
1: which is absolutely ridiculous. He is very obviously the top pass rusher, the top defensive player regardless in this draft, and has been for, like,
0: Two two and a half years. So. Yeah, yeah. Last year he was projected to go number one. Now he'll probably go top five. Right, pretty safe to say. So, yep. Awesome. Have him at one. Who do you got at the two spot? We're doing by the way, D tackle, edge rusher, outside linebacker. just yep. combine into one. Uh, I have Jalen Carter here at number two.
1: He's super rare talent. Um, at his position, um, the guys like that don't really come um from the d tackle spot very often you got the quinn and williams you got um jeffrey simmons guys like that every once in a while but he's a really good run blocker or run uh stopper right now high upside as a pass rusher but that doesn't really mean that his floor is low right now he's just he's a beast he has off the field issues but i think he's going to be really good if he can stay on the field
0: Yep, I also have Jalen Carter at two. I think that's pretty consensus. We did spend a little time on him with the off-the-field issues. one point, he was projected like two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw a mock draft the other day where he went 10 to the Eagles. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> dude. If they get that, man, bro. Yeah. I'm not trying to play that team. Watch out, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hope he doesn't slip too far and a team like the Eagles get to take advantage of that because that would just be absolutely insane.
0: Yeah. If you were to put your money on it, like go to Vegas with Jalen Carter, what team or pick would you say or what kind of teams are you looking at? Because I know you want him at 13. but Yeah, I would love him for the Jets at 13. But
1: I think right now the main team I'm looking at is the Seahawks if will anderson doesn't fall to them i think that while they signed draymond jones who's an absolute beast um i think they could still use talent on the d-line that defense just in general they need talent so i think he would be great for them um after that probably like the bears uh because ebert Flus has always valued the defensive lineman and uh they could definitely use one. So
0: yeah, I'm hoping those two teams say it, so it's not in Eagles' hands. <laughs> yeah, me too. At three, this might be consensus again. Tyree Wilson. Yep. Also with Chris Sims, I think he had Tyree at one. If I I'm so. not mistaken, yeah. I can't remember. I actually do see some people putting Tyree over Will Anderson. And they're talking about like fit and stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah come on man you haven't heard of this dude before the draft will anderson we know him as a freshman yeah exactly yeah Wilson, i agree with you
1: he's probably number three um really good length he's super physically dominant he's versatile but uh he's not the fastest guy he doesn't have the best get off so we'll see how that translates to the nfl but yeah he's he's really really good he has good physical traits
0: yeah, I would agree. This D-line class is pretty solid. It's kind of deep, mm-hmm. I would say, right like middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. At four, this might be where we split ways and not have the same thing. I have Collagia Can't See, okay. interior D-lineman from Pitt. I've seen him rising up boards like top ten. I don't know about all that, but I like his upside. Uh, I like Kalasha. I don't
1: think he's necessarily a top 10 pick. I could see him going to, like, I don't know, the Lions down at, like, 19 or somewhere in that range, but... Yeah. I think he's good. He's outside of my top five. Um, at four, I have Miles Murphy from Clemson. He has pretty good size, and he has a good body type for the NFL. He just... He was a little bit more uh, disruptive as a pass rusher in college rather than productive. Like, he didn't get a crazy number of sacks for how much pressure he was getting on the quarterback. But, yeah, that's not really a big negative. Uh, I think he'll translate to the NFL pretty well.
0: I would agree. That's another guy in like the scouting report that you got to s- circle in or pen in. Yep. He's good size. I would agree with that. Good thing you clarified from Clemson, because North Carolina got one. (laughs) It's crazy, like, the same names, like, Jalen Williams in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But I did actually leave him off, but he is right around that range, right, 6'7". At number five, I went with a little bit of an upside guy, Nolan Smith. I really like his game. I think, like when healthy or like in the right situation he could be like top 3 in this. I think he has a lot of traits that NFL teams are looking at. He's kind of a sneaky guy, maybe maybe he slips to the second, maybe late first. So yeah, I have him at 5. I agree with that. Also, I have Nolan Smith at 5. I think he brought up a
1: lot of good points. Super speedy, really athletic. He's just maybe a little bit small and probably only a a 3-4 pass rusher. Um, I doubt many four-three teams are really going to be looking at him as an option, but who knows? He
0: could put on some weight and maybe play there. Yeah, we got two positions left. Sorry, special teams. <laughs> we got linebacker next. This is kind of tough for me. It's sort of a weaker class. Yeah. Also, with linebacker, you don't see many guys go on even like top fifteen, top twenty. Yeah. Every once in a while, you got a unicorn player like Isaiah Simmons, Mm -hmm. Luke Keekly with top 10. Devin White. Yeah, fifth. But for number one, I have Trenton Simpson from Clemson. I think he was very productive last year. This Clemson team filled with studs. They're going to have a lot of draft picks. And I think he's one of the more guys that you can trust right away with this production. I like that. I like that a lot.
1: I don't have him at one. Um, at number one, I have Drew Sanders. He's ginormous for a linebacker. He's 6'5", um, kind of like uh, Tremaine Edmonds from a few years ago. Just really good athlete. He's giant for a linebacker. He's really high upside. Uh, he can have value as a pass rusher. So for all those reasons, I have him at number one.
0: I would agree with that. Do you know? Did you see his uh, teammates' name, Bumper Pool? <laughs> That's real. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I I've never seen that before. There's always like on Instagram, they post like the craziest <laughs> names in college football. That was one of them. Bumper Pool. Imagine naming your kid Bumper. <laughs> yeah. Like G- General Booty, <laughs> <at> Oakland. <Oklahoma. laughs>
1: now that is a fire name. That is a
0: <laughs> crazy name. Of course, you would say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, like I do like that pick I also have met or I have met two I don't know if it's interchangeable it's more of like fit maybe yeah but I would agree with everything you said at number three I have Jack Campbell did not want to put him here wanted to leave him all the way off the list but like you were saying what size with Drew Sanders he's also 6'5 250 I think you're in a 4'6 People were saying he's going in the first two rounds. So I would agree with that. I'm at three. Yeah, I um. So my
1: my number two is actually Jack Campbell. Um, oh, okay. I like what you said. Yeah, he's also six five. He has good size, uh, and physicality. He's a he was a leader of that defense. He's just not as athletic as Drew Sanders is. That's why I had him a little bit lower. Okay, yeah. And then at number three, I had Trenton Simpson. I really like Trenton Simpson. He's a really good athlete, Four four three forty. He's just a little bit on the smaller side and probably, probably only be like a nickel linebacker in the NFL, kind of like a safety hybrid. Um, but who knows? He could add some weight and uh, become like an every down
0: guy. Yeah, I like that. At number four, I think we're on four, right? Yep. I have... One, another one of my guys in the draft, quote-unquote, Noah Sewell the University of Oregon. I think he was a top-ten recruit, also with Justin Flo, who's a dog we'll get into next year, yep. transferred to Arizona. But I only have him this slow because after a very productive season in 2021 where he had 114 tackles, four sacks, one pick, five PBUs, 2022, he had 55 tackles, three PBU's, one and a half sacks. It was kind of disappointing, and he didn't look like the same player. Only reason I have him lower. But yeah, I'm
1: at four. I was I was wondering if you would have him on your list. I knew that that was one of your guys. <laughs> he uh he didn't crack my top five. Um, Is he close? Yeah, he's close. He's probably in that, like, six. He's probably right at six. Okay. Um, but at number four, this isn't a guy I've watched too much of, but from the little bit that I've seen, he seems like a pretty good player. Um, I believe it's pronounced Diane Henley. He's from um, Washington State. Yeah, Washington State. He is new to the position. I believe he started out as a wide receiver. Um, oh wow! yeah, Gee. but he has good upside for that reason, still learning the position, but yeah, I have him at four and then at number five, I have demarvian overshone from Texas uh he's pretty good length he's not um he's a little bit skinny he has he's a really good athlete high upside um but yeah, he's my number five.
0: Yeah. I know you didn't want to put him on there. No. Nah, like Texas. <laughs> yeah, not a Texas fan. Yeah. I don't know too much about his game for what I've seen though. He's rejected round two or three. Yeah. I believe. With most of these linebackers, I think. At number five, this might be a curb off Henry Toa Toa. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Yep. Very good athlete, instinctive. One of the leaders of the team, I believe. Z athletic, tough ran a four six two. I don't think the linebacker position is the greatest. I didn't yeah. like throw him on here at five. I do believe he's talented, but that's who I have at five. Yeah, I agree. This linebacker class isn't the best. Might not even see one in round one, honestly. I would agree with that. I've been seeing. I think the Jets have back to back picks in the. Is it second or third round? Yeah, the second round. Second round. I've been seeing a couple linebackers mocked that second round how are you feeling with that would you want a linebacker how the draft board falls Uh, i wouldn't mind a linebacker uh
1: we got quincy williams back but uh kwan alexander is still out there we haven't re-signed him um and from what i've heard it doesn't really sound like we're going to so i wouldn't mind a linebacker um Honestly, I haven't really been looking at those picks because I'm just assuming at least one of them is going to Green Bay in the Aaron Rodgers trade, if not both of them. That is true. So I haven't really been um, necessarily looking at that those two picks too much for the Jets because
0: we might not even have them at the end of the day. So that's a good point. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, it'll be a done deal. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> for my sanity. <laughs> yeah. Throw Zach Wilson in there. No, oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> But, yeah, let's get to the best position group in this entire class. Yes, sir. The secondary, we combined it with safeties. Safeties aren't that bad on their own. You got guys like Antonio Johnson, Brian Branch, I think his teammate, Alabama. But cornerback class is stacked. Sorry to yes. the safeties. I have all of them in the top five. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Brian Branch. I was thinking <laughs> about it. But who you got at one? Uh, number
1: one, I got Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Super long, super productive. He's just not super strong, but uh, he sh- probably should go in the top ten. I think he probably goes top ten, but yeah, he's a he's a beast.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about it. We had some recent trades actually with, so we got Panthers probably QB, Texans probably QB or edge rusher, Cardinals probably trade out. That one's a little unpredictable right now. Mm-hmm. Then four, probably QB. Five, Seattle, probably D-Lineman. So then we get to six with the Lions. They traded Jeff Okuda, so people are saying, like, they're going to take a corner now. I don't think people realize what corners they got in free agency. Yeah, CJ, Cam Sutton, other guys like that. You think it would be, like, right there they take a corner. Also, the Falcons at eight who got Okuda. You're saying now they're going to go D-line. Well, Okuda, you have to re-sign soon. Casey Hayward's old. Only have AJ, really. Right. You think it's one of those two teams? Uh, I think it could start with the Lions.
1: I think a sleeper team is the Cardinals. I don't know that they would necessarily take one at three, but I think if they trade down, um, that's definitely a team that could take them. But with the Okuda thing, it's in the Falcons. They traded away a fifth-round pick for them. So they obviously don't value him that highly. So I don't think that's necessarily going to stop them from taking the corner back that they like if it if that guy falls to them. So, yeah, I think Lions, Cardinals,
0: Falcons, even Raiders probably. Yeah, I do like that take. It's just a, such a strong class. So Yeah. Even if one of their guys gets taken, they can have another one after that. Definitely. I do like the Cardinals, what you said about corner. Their corners are... Yeah. Not the best. They're hurting right now. Byron Murphy left. And yeah. They, they weren't good to start. So Yeah. It's, all I know is Mr. Marco Wilson who threw a shoot <laughs> <Yeah>. at Florida. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I do like Enzo. So I have them up here. I don't know if these are interchangeable. I was going to ask you, but I have Devin Witherspoon. Yeah. At one. Yeah. I think he's physical, played really well for Illinois. I think these are probably the top two ones. He got 40 tackles, 3 picks, 14 PBUs. I know they love his cover skills. He's pretty physical. Mm -hmm. so I'm at 1, but for all the reasons you said, I have Gonzalez at 2. I like it. I have Witherspoon at 2. I think they are pretty
1: interchangeable, honestly. They're pretty obviously the top two guys in the class. In a good corner class. Um, But yeah, for all the reasons you said, he's not afraid to hit people, even though he's probably smaller for a cornerback. He's like uh, 5'10, 5'11, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's physical for his size. He's good in man.
0: He's a good player. At number three, I wanted to put him too. Because this one, I'm another of my guys, quote unquote, Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. This was one of my favorite secondaries a couple of years ago. I don't know if you, I told you this. It was Joey Porter Jr., Jaquan Brisker, and Tariq Castro Fields two, three years ago, maybe. That's a squad. Yeah. We already see what Briskers doing. Mm-hmm. True Castro Fields. Last time I saw him was on the Commanders. He's still young. And then this guy, Joey Porter Jr. Seems like everyone's mocking him to the Steelers because his yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah, We'll see if he'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of just seems like one of those
1: things that's just going to happen. I feel like the Steelers kind of have that, and at least in recent years. Like last year, it was basically – Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, but mostly people were mocking Kenny Pickett. He's from Pitt. And then the year before that was Najee Harris. And the whole cycle, it was just Najee Harris to the Steelers, and then it just happened. It kind of seems like they just have those guys that just the whole world knows that they're going to take if they're on the board. And I think Joey Porter Jr. is probably going to be one of those.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I actually
1: have him at four uh at 3 I have a safety in here. Oh man. I have Brian Branch at number 3. Um but he's not he's not just a safety. He could play like slot, cornerback. He's super versatile. He's more of just a box defender in general. Um he's really good against the run, productive in the SEC. I think people are sleeping on Brian Branch. I think he's I think he's going to go first round and I think he's going to be a lot better than people think.
0: I'm clearly sleeping on him. I need to wake up. Hey, yeah, I'm definitely. Like... <laughs> At number four, this is kinda one of my guys. I have Camp Smith, South Carolina. I say kinda cause JC Horn we took first round last year. That's his boy. I'll be open to reuniting them maybe in the later rounds, but I doubt Camp Smith will go past the second round, I'd say. Yeah. About six one, one eighty. People saying he's the number one cover corner and that's so I was gonna ask you about that. You know he's fast, moves well to the route. I think he's up there. I I don't know if
1: I can put him above Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon in that area. I think he's probably close with Joey Porter Junior. Um Yeah. But yeah, he's actually he's not in my top five. At number five, I have uh, Deontay Banks. Um did you skip over four? Oh sorry, four is George, Joey Porter Jr. Oh, okay. My bad. Um super long. Uh I like him for all the reasons you said. It kind of seems like he he's probably a stealer. Comes from an NFL family. Um yeah he's a beast. And then at number five I have Deontay Banks like I said. Uh super high upside crazy athlete. He blew up the combine. Um he's just he wasn't super productive at Maryland's. So that's a little bit scary, um, but he's a good athlete. He has high upside. So,
0: speaking of Maryland, it seems like their whole team is leaving. Yeah, we got Dante Dimas, Raheem Jarrett, another one of their receivers, Deontay Banks. I think they have another corner. At least they have Tua's younger brother, yeah. Stang. coming back. Yeah, that's they weren't winning a whole lot of games
1: anyway, so that's gonna be rough for them.
0: Yeah, and they're in the way better Big Ten Big Ten East yeah. side. So it'd be yeah, tough for to them. Yeah. I do like Deontay Banks. I haven't tuned in too much to him. He kind of rose up and like draft around the draft time. I didn't really hear much mm-hmm. from him about the season. Maybe I was just looking at the wrong things, but I do like that. At number five I have Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. I thought he was a lot shorter. I think he's six foot six one though if I'm not mistaken. Sounds right. Fast, physical, got impressive ball skills. The only thing is he just needs to add weight. Yeah. I think he's like 160, 170, but I I wanted to put him here. I wanted to show him some love. Yeah, he's a beast. Really good in the SEC. Yep. So I think that wraps it up, right? Yeah. Yep. Got all our positions. Let's get into, unless you have anything Want to go us over? No, nothing,
1: nothing crazy. This is gonna be a pretty exciting draft, I think. So I'm excited for. it.
0: Okay, one thing, at nu- at pick <laughs> number thirteen. Sorry, yeah, out of us. You asked me for number one, so I'm gonna mm. ask you thirteen. What are the guys you looking at?
1: I think in the absolute dream scenario, Jalen Carter falls to us. But assuming that doesn't happen, because it won't um <laughs> man that'd be nice <laughs> uh i would like an offensive lineman paris johnson jr is probably the number one guy i'm looking at then probably like darnell Wright, project jones peter scrancy are all guys that i'd be happy with um if it's not an offensive lineman i'd be cool with like in if he's still there Man, but honestly, I think it's pretty much offensive lineman or Jalen Carter. I don't think there's really many other options that are gonna be realistic for the Jets at thirteen. So,
0: yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, Jalen Carter, man. You find like diamonds in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <bro. laughs> that, that would be insane. Next to Quinn and Williams would be f- really fun to watch. I do not want to play. That. You got Carl Lawson on the other side. Yep. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But yeah. Let's get into. Hot take and trivia question of the day. Start off with hot take. My hot take is biased, I would have to say. Oh, God. Christian McCaffrey has been the best running back in the past four years. Now, slow your roll. Do not pause the podcast. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) What I mean by this is before the season. Obviously, Derrick Henry was better 2020, 2021. I think he was easily the favorite or the best in 2019 when he got a thousand a thousand and i can't even classify him as a running back he's just weapon versatile weapon shout out to bangle (laughs) not kyle pitts but man i know that's biased i think he is going into the season he's been the number one running back every year you know what that's a hot take but honestly i
1: don't think you're that far off i think on the f- like when he's on the field i think that is 100 percent correct i think he's better than Dan- derrick henry he just hasn't had as healthy a season it's not that derrick henry's been the most healthy guy but i i think yeah i think you're right around there mccaffrey has been an absolute beast so yeah what you got uh my hot take has to do with the draft um I'm gonna say that there will be a running back drafted in the top ten in this year's draft for the first time since 2018. Oh wow! I think that's gonna be Bijan. Obviously, um, he's kind of been being mocked around like the 19 to 26 range from like the Bucks to like the Cowboys. Um, but I think that there's gonna be a team that we aren't really thinking about that's going to see him as a generational running back um if not generational then just elite um and i think there's going to be someone that either trades up in the top 10 or one of those top 10 teams that's gonna take him because i think he's probably a top three or four player in this draft in terms of just strictly talent so
0: i like that hot take i hope it happens actually. I don't know if it will maybe like Eagles 10 and uh, maybe Las Vegas because Josh Jacobs franchise tag Falcons. I don't know. Yeah. Could be I, a trade.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would say, yeah, I agree with that. Like Falcons, Bears, even Eagles would be kind of teams to watch in the top 10 for that. So. Yeah.
0: My homie's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> he's not going to like that. <laughs> His favorite player is B. John. So.
1: Yeah, there's no way he's falling to 26. They're going to have to trade back up yeah. for that.
0: I've been telling him Jameer Gibbs is nice. <laughs> yeah, he
1: is. He is. That's not a bad consolation prize
0: at all. <laughs> I would agree. So, for trivia, my trivia question is kind of tough. All right. Can you name the last 10 Nebraska Cornhuskers to be drafted? Oh, so the last ten would be going to twenty sixteen okay. last round. Okay. Um you don't have to do an order if you want.
1: All right. Oh, I got this. I got this. All right. Um Kim Jurgens. Yep, one. Cam Taylor Britt. Two. One of the Fart It's either Matt or Will. I think Will. Uh Matt, but yeah. yeah. Okay um Brennan hymas four um oh gosh this is where it gets hard because we kind of had that period where we didn't have one yeah um
0: there's one in 2022 that i'm missing yeah i this might be wrong because i Some thought torii yeah yeah was that 2020
1: yeah. yep seventh okay. round um the Davis brothers. Yep. 6 7. There you go. <laughs> um, does this go all the way back to Vincent Valentine? Is he on this? No. He is okay.
0: two spots away. But okay. is that it? Is that year? Okay. Um, Malik Collins? No. Oh, he was no. right before that. But. Okay. Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big one to the Jaguars. Oh, uh yeah. Spencer Lee. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Lee. Tanner Lee, yeah, yeah. sorry, not yeah. Spencer Lee. It's a wrestler. Um <laughs> two more.
1: Oh man. Can you give me positions? Yeah, fullback. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Annie Janovich,
0: <laughs> how could I forget? And nine. One more. Uh he was a safety in college. Switched to linebacker in the linebacker and then NFL. uh Nathan Gary. Yep. Sweet. Yep. That was hard. (laughs) A lot harder than it should have been. Yeah, I had to think about that. If you gave me that question, I probably wouldn't have got
1: it. (laughs) All right, so my trivia question is, since 2013, there have been eight teams to select a player with the first overall pick. Who are those eight teams? Since 2013? Yep, so the last 10 drafts, there has been eight teams to have the first
0: overall pick and pick a player. Okay, so 2014, I can't remember 2013, I think that was like Sam Bradford, I'm going to say Rams.
1: Rams are up there, but for a different year. Oh,
0: Jared Goff. Yep, so you got one. Okay, (laughs) like 2016, that's not how I wanted to start. (laughs) Okay, let's just go to 2014, I think it was Clowney, so Texans. Yep. 2015, I think that was and Mariota. Them didn't go one though, or oh no, I'm fumbling. <laughs> I'll say they went one and two. Oh, they, they did. Okay, yeah. I think Jame. G- so Tampa Bay. Yep. Okay. Got 2016. Yep. 2015. Oh
1: crap. So you, you got twenty fourteen Texans, twenty fifteen Bucks, twenty sixteen Rams is what you have. Oh, there.
0: I'm in order. Okay. Yeah. Twenty seventeen, we took Christian McCaffrey, there's Jamal Adams, Leonard Fournette, Corey Davis. My name, oh. all of them but one. <laughs> Corey Davis, Jamal Adams. Fournette was four. Oh my gosh. Number one picks. What am I doing? This guy loves using helmets.
1: Oh clowny. Or er, <laughs> Miles Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> that's twenty seventeen. So that's the Browns. So you got that team knocked off. So they had twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. So okay. now you have four teams left. Oh yeah, I just gotta name the teams. Is it this year? Um like the Panthers or No, I didn't include the Panthers on here since they haven't picked yet. So
0: Okay. Last year the Jaguars.
1: Yep, so that knocks out
0: 2022 and 2021. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. 2020 was Joe Burrow, Bengals. Yep. And I got one more. You got two more left. You have 2019 and 2013. screw 2013. (laughs) Come on, man. It's a tough one. (laughs) 2019. So this dude had to have re-signed soon for a fifth-year option. I think this was Daniel Jones' class... Fifth pick. Why am I saying the fifth and fourth pick, when I got <laughs> the first? Oh my goodness, I'm just think of bad teams. Um, let me go with. It's a bad team. I thought I said bad team. I thought of Broncos. <laughs> That's disrespectful. This is a big one. You're gonna you're gonna hate
1: yourself after you,
0: after you figure this one out. I know. I'm trying to blank, dude. Like. It's got to be QB or edge rusher. <laughs> I thought Chase, no, Joe Burrow was 2020. Yeah. 2019. Oh, my goodness. So, say a team. This guy's a gamer. Um,
1: Seahawks? He loves Call of Duty. Um, For some reason, he plays worse whenever a new Call of Duty comes out. Oh,
0: who are you talking about?
1: Oh, come on, Jay. Oh, come everyone on. plays Call of Duty. <laughs> this
0: guy is notorious for playing Call of Duty. Um, Oh, my gosh. I'm drawing a blank, dude. Oh, man. We can't release this podcast. <laughs> Giants. No.
1: Bears? No, his college coach is now
0: the coach at USC. Now the coach at USC, Lincoln Riley. hmm Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I almost said Baker. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean Cardinals. Yeah. Okay, That's- 2013. Titans? No. Rams? No. I thought that was that year.
1: Okay. This is a really tough one. This is kind of a forgotten first overall pick. Was it a
0: Michigan player?
1: Uh, he's yeah, I think he was drafted from the state of Michigan. Let me fact check that.
0: I'm thinking of like, I don't know, why I'm thinking of this dude, uh, D-
1: Green Beckham. No, I'll say it's on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and it's a team that is really good right now. Bills. Nope. Yeah, he's from a Michigan school, not the Wolverines. So, oh,
0: Central Michigan. Yep, you got the right university. I know who this player is. I'm literally <laughs> picturing his face. No, come on. I'm thinking of Corey Davis. <laughs> All you got to do is give me the team. <laughs> thinking of PJ Fleck. Yo, come on, dude. What teams have I not said? So, it's a good team now? Yeah, it's a really good team. They've been to the Super Bowl pretty recently. Bengals?
1: Oh, Rams. No. (laughs) Why do I keep saying Rams? (laughs) Damn. Chiefs. Yep, there you go. It was a Fisher? Eric Fisher, yep. Okay. 2013. You did it.
0: Wow, I struggled on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a tough one. (laughs) I figured I added 2013 in there because I figured, dude, that'd be one that'd stump you.
0: Yeah, that was the one. I tried to start off and then I said 2016. (laughs) But anyway, that wraps it up. Make sure you turn post notifications on. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We're we'll posting daily. If you want a five-star podcast, you will let us know if you like these type of podcasts with NFL Draft. We can make more content happen. You can comment on Spotify, DM us on any of our socials. With that being said, we are out. Peace out.